Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm every day I'm every day I'm hustling, every day. Well this has been a really, really fucking fun show. I think this is um one of the, honestly one of the best episodes I've I've ever had just because this is Yeah, I, I killed it. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, <laughs> it's all it's all you. I have I have nothing to do with the success of my show. One hundred percent. My goal is to ride your coattails <laughs> and then eventually just pull the pull the floor out from underneath my audience and say, Okay, I want to talk about basketball slightly less. Uh, so eh, I think I don't know. I don't know that I would go in that direction, but it's your podcast. <laughs> I don't I don't know enough about shit like that or care enough to ever go there. Like one of the things, you know, if you know, I could get a moment to talk about my channel for a little bit. Of course. One of the things that I would love to do, but I know I'm not qualified enough for it and never would be unless I really dedicated myself to it, is I would love to be like a film analysis channel. Mm. Like, I eat that shit up. I am legitimately, after the one marvelous scene thing, I subscribe to almost every damn channel in that playlist. Like, I watch all of their shit. Nando V Movies, 24 Frames of Nick... Yeah. Uh, things like high top films or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the what's the one guy I'm thinking of? Uh, whatever, he doesn't get a shout out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can shout out uh, retroactively. We'll see. Those are those are actually two of the two of the channels that got mentioned on my interview with Emio. I brought up 24 Frames and Nick, and um, he brought up uh, high top films. So that's that's interesting yeah. that you bring both of those up specifically. I love good analysis and i know he said that and i love like i've watched videos from film channels that are on movies i have never seen (laughs) (laughs) yeah so many times they have and i'm like he's like and this is where they went wrong in this scene in this movie i'm like yeah i totally remembered that and fucking watch this movie (laughs) (laughs) i just i just appreciate how well they break shit down uh and i think one of the many things, and I mentioned this in the one final moment thing that uh, MEO started, uh, which unfortunately didn't go as well as I thought it would, but it was still fun. Um, one yeah. of the things that those film channels always do is they go like, uh, uh, like, like they just throw away all the analysis. And they're like, look at this shit, man. 24 frames of Nick does this a lot. He's like, this, this is awesome. <laughs> he doesn't even have any analysis. He's just like, look how dope this shit is. And <laughs> I could definitely, I could definitely fill in that part. I would love to make one on Logan. Cause there aren't enough goddamn film essays on Logan. And there's been about a thousand of them on baby driver. And that's not enough. <laughs> that is the best damn movie to ever be made. Edgar Wright is a living legend. Uh, but, 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 but <laughs> I couldn't do the breaking down shots, like the angles mm-hmm. that they go with. And I can't talk about like, uh, the cinematography here, even though I can see good versus bad, I can't like give you examples. Cause a lot of those channels will give you like professional shit. that like, it's clear that they went to film school and they know this stuff yeah. and I couldn't do that. Uh, so if my channel wasn't. If I had to choose a different niche, uh, that would be it. And I would just have to study like shit for it. Um, Mm -hmm. But where I'm taking the channel now is I have really been influenced by the commentary community. 
I was never really into it until lately. I discovered uh, Eddie Burback, and then through that, I discovered Danny Gonzalez and Drew Gooden, mm-hmm. and eventually Leon Lush, and because of dumbass Jake Paul, Paul, I discovered Cody Ko. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I love that type of vibe for the videos, yeah. even though I'm not going to be like you know reacting or making fun of something. Yeah. Uh, like just like especially being on camera, mm-hmm. I get to put more like jokes and shit into it because delivering a joke, and I do got to work on my delivery, but delivering on a, j- a joke with no with when people can't see your face it just it often comes off as awkward even if you nail it <laughs> yeah yeah it, it has to be fucking perfect my uh my buddy i'm fixing to move in with is uh trying to consider like what angle he wants to go about like kind of kind of carving out a online presence and doing a sort of creative hobby like that he wants to be funny uh you know like do stand up and shit like that right in the long run so i was like hey if you could just come out with five minutes of material every week that's funny on a podcast you would definitely get really good at being funny on stage on camera and everywhere else because you would have to own the delivery of every joke for it to really get across is he funny though (laughs) he thinks he's funny (laughs) so that means he's gonna fail (laughs) anyone has potential to be funny i mean yeah everyone's comedy is subjective but if you think you're the funny friend and your friends don't think you're the funny friend that's not a good sign (laughs) i I love my death he he can do whatever he puts his mind to i think i don't consider myself funny but give, give me enough time to write give anyone enough time to a certain extent, I think they can write some funny shit. I seem to get better at delivery. That's the most important thing, because like you can write the greatest joke of all time, but if your delivery is shit, doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, man, it's fun. It's, you have a certain uh, sense of humor, which definitely comes across in your videos, though. Whether it be like super designed or not, you have like this perfectly dry sarcasm that is totally appropriate to your personality. Yeah. So you appreciate you're, it. You're doing well, although. Doing well. My comedy on my channel, believe it or not, is incredibly censored to what my actual sense of humor is. <laughs> yeah, even coming out of your cursing shell a little bit more every every uh, every video that comes out, <laughs> it feels like there's so one turning it up or turning it down. Yeah, yeah, it's been coming up. I think, I think. <laughs> I get, I've cared less and less, and honestly, the amount of, I, I just love pissing off the people that are like, watch your profanity in the comment section. Like, no. It's I like, can do whatever the fuck I want. Right. It's like, gonna what's going to happen if I say Don't shit? Don't watch. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I think I need to set the the mark on my podcast uh, distribution app, Anchor, to be explicit by default so I don't have to hesitate at all about cursing when I think about cursing because I, I curse a lot. I, I feel like I shouldn't because, uh, you know, my mom told me that if you're cursing a lot, then it just is a representation of how you can't come up with anything more clever to say than fuck or shit or whatever but my mom curses more than anybody i've ever fucking known so the point didn't really get across <laughs> uh, i i agree i mean it, it does make you seem less intelligent but i also don't care so there you go that's yeah. my take on it yeah i also think like cursing is a great way to appear more genuine if you're asking me definitely because like like if you say like Oh, that's a really good haircut. That could be a lie. 
if someone goes, God damn, that's a great fucking haircut, you know that's a great fucking haircut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a strong sale. If you're like a pathological liar out here cursing people and compliments, then you you are like eight stages too deep into being a pathological liar and need some therapy. Yeah, you're the greatest liar of all time if you add curses to your lie <laughs> to emphasize how great something is. So um, kids, uh, pro tip out here from, you heard it here first from Rusty Buckets and, and Rudy St. Clair. If you want to manipulate people, curse more often. <laughs> uh, that or the Larry Bird clip is the is the one for that. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You don't have to add this into the pod, but I really think you should start making NBA videos. Yeah, yeah. I'm working on this. Uh, on this. A. Uh, I'm doing a one finals moment video. Uh, I've good. About it I was, was going to wonder if you're going to do that. Yeah. The th- I. My goal with it originally, because Emio kind of posted it on the Patreon last minute and then tweeted about it the next day and yada yada. Uh, so I didn't really get a jump start on it. And um, when I went to go do it, I got home from work at about 3 p.m. And I was like, okay, my goal is just to press the fuck on on this project and see if I can get it done tonight and just see how shitty it is. And if I'm happy with it, I'll push it out. And if I'm not, I'm not. And I spent six hours just writing the fucking script. <laughs> I feel you on that. Yeah. Because so. my because with the with the camera, my video editing process has become so quick. Like legitimately it used to be six or seven hours and now it's like one or two if I really lazy it, do it lazily. But um like the video I put out today, I didn't get around to actually recording until like two thirty and I had the video out at four thirty. Like I filmed, edited it and put it up in two hours. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> See, that's about how long it takes me to do like a standard 30 minute ish episode by myself. And that's with no video editing. It's just like making sure that I don't stumble over my words too much in the edit and like cut out unnecessary breaths Add a See, add an image on the YouTube video and go through the whole processing. I cut out every single breath in my videos. No joke. Cause I hate the sound of my breathing. <laughs> See, I, I did that in the beginning, but the, the editing process, I, I would never do that shit with a podcast. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, in the beginning, I, I've been keeping very close track on this, uh, this number here, but in, in the first like two or three episodes, it took me about eight times the length of the episode to actually create and publish the, the sode. And now I've got that number down to about three and a half to four times. So Hopefully, if I were if I were you, what I would do is I would well, I, I would first of all make this channel separate, like make a different channel, not post it on the uh, Hustle Points podcast channel. Mm-hmm. So I think those should be two separate things and you can like shout shout it out from both sides. Um, what I would do is start a new channel. Just you could name it Rudy Hoops or some dumb shit like that (laughs) i would do what i did at the start which is not worry about making money from it at all literally just i don't even think you would have to script it i think i could get away with not scripting videos but i don't want to because right now i'm focusing on quality a little bit more than i used to Mm -hmm. but i would literally just be like i'm if i were you i would just pick a topic, write some bullet points, say what I have to say, edit up that audio. And then whatever the, whatever the player you're talking about is in the video, 
Google or YouTube, you know, like Kevin Durant mix, download that shit, slap the audio over it, put some background music. That's the entire video. Yep. 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 Don't, don't worry about the making money aspect of it. You can get those videos out quickly. Uh, and I think you can grow an audience from that. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't want to be like an NBA YouTuber, you can definitely, it would definitely benefit the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, like I would not, I, I, I would have never started a podcast before a YouTube channel. Cause it seems like just from starting from zero with a podcast is a lot harder than starting from zero with a YouTube channel. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can concur with that. My, um, you're, you're right on the money with how I've been thinking about my content strategy for real. Uh, just like a few minute type differences. Like I sort of have been planning on making a clear distinction on the channel um, starting next season uh, between what are like video videos, you know what I mean? Like what you're describing with highlights and shit thrown over the top and a little bit of background music versus what yeah. is just a podcast being like uploaded to a repository. But um, basically, I wanted to be able to have talking points within the episodes of the podcast and then take those bites and just stretch them out and condense them, do whatever I need to do to make it more like a YouTube video and let the YouTube kind of serve as like a discoverability, like a search engine optimized type thing where I'm researching thumbnails and uh, titles and tags and all that shit. You know, doing what I need to do to drive traction to those videos. People see those videos. They see that they're part of a podcast. They check out the podcast. And then they see the podcast and they then they figure out, you know, they can get the abridged version by just watching a video. That's good, too. It's sort of like a, a two-way street. Uh, but, you know, none yeah. of that, that hasn't really materialized yet, though. Next season, though, dead, dead fucking serious. My, my whole plan with this from uh, the, the tip, you know, from the jump. Uh, was this weird way to phrase yeah it. yeah i know i know <laughs> just the tip uh was to no, just go all that. in go all in for <laughs> just two years you know what i mean with this this uh this two land approach and this one finals moment idea is one that's really given me a lot of insight as far as how to approach crafting an nba video the way that i want to do it and so basically i'm going to spend Tonight, uh, doing this and uploading that, uh, maybe spend a couple minutes chilling out. And then before I go to bed, bust out the, uh, the one finals moment project and sit with that until I can't anymore. And then wake up and do it all day tomorrow. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I literally just silently burped away from my <laughs> microphone and then you do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you have the basketball knowledge to be successful. And I think you're entertaining enough uh, to where you would be successful at it. I would just right now, like not focus on like dealing with copyright shit. No, just, I'm like, not even kind of thinking my about videos. That my videos are so much slower to make now. Mm-hmm. Uh, not as much as they used to be. Cause I used to literally have to take like 10 to 15 minutes of audio and slap down a 10 second photo for like over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And I'd end up like at the end of the video, like having 50, 60 photos (laughs) just downloaded for the day. And it was a pain in the ass, but I just, I would literally just like, I wish I could go back to those days where it's just like download, you know, 
edit my audio and the videos literally just slap the audio on a video and it's done. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that, that's what I would definitely do. Just wor- worry, worry about growing your channel more than monetization for now. Absolutely. I think that, you know, comes later because anyone starting a YouTube channel, unless your shit just blows up for the first one or two years, you're going to make like 20 bucks <laughs> yeah, I, I have no plans on being profitable within this first two year window of commitment. So I, I actually think that uh, it's a fairly smart strategy. I mean, different audiences, you know, behave differently. Um, but I think it, it's pretty smart to really wear the the badge of I don't fuck with advertisers uh, in order to garner individual voluntary support, like on Patreon and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, if you're like, I don't like advertising, people will be like, I don't like advertising either. Here's a dollar. <laughs> so. I mean, I don't like advertising, but I also like money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is Rusty Bruckett's just a greedy motherfucker? Find out on next week's episode of Hustle Points NBA podcast. Don't. don't the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I'm probably going to uh, break this up into two episodes because it's it's pretty it's a pretty clean break after the first uh, 55 minutes to an hour or so where we started getting yeah, into started, YouTube shit. started talking about YouTube out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, so I'll probably uh, upload like a bonus episode alongside this uh, just talking about creative shit like that if that's okay yeah. with you. Well, that sounds good. All right, well, awesome. I was, gonna, I was thinking that'd be an odd transition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah just, I'll just do a whole ass bonus episode. All right, bro. Well, I got to get to the edit. Um, yeah. All right. Awesome. It was fun talking to you, man. 